Welcome to This Week in Location-Based Marketing with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Asif Khan. It is time for This Week in Location-Based Marketing. This is episode number 250. That's half. That's half of Ortiz's career home run record. Half. He just hit his 500th career home run. Very rare company. And in rare company right now, hey, my name is Rob Woodbridge, joined to you, from you, from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, with me as always. It is Asif Khan of the Location-Based Marketing Association in Toronto. Okay. I, yeah. I know we weren't going to do this, but uh, it's just been a rough week for the, for the New York Yankees. Yeah. Uh, at your expense. I can see the big grin. If you're not listening, if you're not watching this and you're listening to this, you know, I you played baseball. I played baseball all weekend. I watched baseball all weekend. Like there there's been nothing else in my life this weekend except for baseball. Wow. So it's uh Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the Jays are uh doing what they gotta do. I am I am I am I, I am very upset. This was a very hard weekend, especially if the game was rained out and then three, two games yesterday of the doubleheader. It was just like I watched baseball for eleven hours yesterday. I did. I actually did, and it was oh. Anyways, small, small, small um, victory today when the the Yankees beat the Jays five nothing. But uh, oh my god. Anyways, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Now let's <laughs> just jump right into something else before I start to cry. Okay. Asif, man, how was your week? Was it good? Except for the baseball, you know, it must be tough being a first place team right now. Right? <laughs> it was great. I was down in Florida for the bulk of it uh, at uh, at a retail conference, actually, and a really good conference uh, at that. It, it was, uh, you know, just quality all around, lots of good speakers, tons of, uh, of big retailers uh, in the room. Um, it was one of those few conferences where I have to say there was more retailers than vendors. What? Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was very very good. Why? Uh, what would explain that? Like desperation, or or what? What do you think? Why just just you know the organization that put it on. It was an invite only kind of thing. It wasn't an open conference. Uh, you couldn't buy a ticket to it. It was gotcha. just you know one of those things. So uh, it just worked really well, and I uh, had a privilege of coming down to speak at it, and it was great. And uh, looking forward to uh, to getting a bunch of all those guys who were there. Actually, I've invited them to retail logo. So. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, even half of them show up. That'd be good. You have to go to the U.S. to go find big retailers because they're nowhere to be seen in Canada these days. You know what? Canadian Tire came down to this conference. What? They were there. That's a big retailer. They That's were there. a big retailer in Canada, aren't they? They were there. So, where, would, where, anyway. where, where, where do they rank in Canada? Do you have any idea how big they are? Like in they got to be top five. Yeah, I would say. I would say yeah. like Canadian-owned retailers, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Yes, you can get anything from tires, as they say in their name, to milk. There you go. And bread. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. So what's going on with the LBMA? You've got a pretty jam-packed, like it's September now, so you it's must September, be. September, so I'm, I'm rolling every week. Um, uh, well, first of all, I'm getting really excited because I got a notice, um, uh, an email uh, notice this week saying that tomorrow they are going to ship out my Blue Smart suitcase. Oh, what? Uh, so by 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 the time we're talking next week, I should have my new Blue Smart suitcase. Yes, pumped, pumped about that. Oh, yeah. uh, so I'm looking forward to traveling with that in about a week. Um, but while I'm waiting for that, I'm going to be hopping over to Seattle this week for a couple of days. We're going to have a little uh, meetup of the LBMA uh, folks. Uh, not like anything uh, formal, content-wise. Just kind of you know get people together for some drinks, uh, the new season, and so on and so forth. So that's Wednesday evening on the 16th. If you're in Seattle 
and you're listening to this, uh, reach out to me and come join us for drinks. Uh, and then at the end of the month, the 27th to the 29th, uh, I will be in Washington, D.C. Uh, for FS Tech. That's the food service tech uh, conference, the biggest tech conference in that industry. Um, looking forward to participating in that. Uh, and then, of course, October 22. What happens then? Three, Rob and I will be in Chicago for Retail Loco, and it is going to be our best Retail Loco yet. I can, I can feel it already. Well, of course it will be. It gets better every single time. It does. It gets. Have you figured out where you're going to have the? Uh, is there? There's an after party there, or there's? Yeah, a, it's at the same place as last year, John Barleycorn. Nice, nice. And did you actually get? Did, is, are we having the same? Kind We're of, having the same band. Oh, all AK. confirmed. All confirmed. Yeah. Oh, listen, if you have not, uh, for, for if, forget the content, because the content's going to be great, but it, you have to come to Chicago for the hot sauce committee. You just have to, right? You got to, If yeah. you haven't seen the so hot sauce committee. nothing else, just come to the after party oh on the 22nd, God. and you'll be good. <laughs> it is like, they are, they are um, the best bar band that I've seen. Anyways, hot sauce go. committee. Well, uh, that sounds like uh, you got your hands full with a lot of those things. And, of course, um, you know, as, as the season rolls on, see if there is no downtime for you as you cruise through um, your, I don't know, like well, you'll probably be in, in Toronto a couple of times between now and, and Christmas time. Isn't that pretty yeah, much? something like that. You know, maybe, maybe you'll be here for the World Series. Who knows? That is possible. That is possible, man. Yes. Uh, I may have to reschedule some things to be here for the World Series. <laughs> Spoken like a true Torontonian, man. I love yeah. it. All right. Well, um, we got great stories here. We've got uh, five uh, industry news items that we want to cover. We've got a great research report from uh, Zebra. And then, of course, there's some member news that we will finish this off as uh, Steve cruises through those. They're not really member news. I've got to remind you that these are like things that are very important in the industry, but they just happen to be members because we like to highlight the members of yeah. the Location-Based Marketing Association. There you go. And if you are listening to this and it is Tuesday morning and you're wondering where the hell this was on Monday morning, it's because we're recording this on Sunday nights now and it, I just can't get it. Uh, turned around overnight uh, and ready for Monday. So it is going to be uh, Tuesday mornings now from from going forward uh, for the podcast. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, that's the reason. And uh, hopefully you would have known by then. So just Tuesday mornings now instead of Mondays. Fair enough? Fair yeah, enough. sounds good. All right, AK, why don't, uh, why don't we jump into the uh, top five stories of the week if you're, if you're ready. I, I mean, uh, Yeah, can, I'm ready. Uh, Kick it off. I'm done. I'm done talking about baseball. Take us to China. Take us to China. I, I am stupefied by what's going on with Uber and uh, this whole uh, battle that Uber is, is, is waging on the planet. And it is amazing to see. I know in Toronto, you've, had, you've dealt with Uber. Uh, you know, I, I was in Toronto later last weekend and we used Uber all, uh, everywhere we went. And, and I, I know that you're past the whole legal piece. But here in Ottawa, there is considerable legal angst, I would say, in Uber. And I think that this is happening all around the world these days where Uber is just being fined everywhere. The city is, here has clamped down on it it's illegal now to be an uber driver there's there's protests with cabbies because i think i brought this stat up over 80 percent. there's been an 80 percent decline in revenue for cabbies since uber came into the city and you wonder how disruptive that is so what do they do they just say oh you know what we'll protest we will protest instead of actually coming up with innovative uh, ways to fight uber they are protesting they are blocking the only route to the airport here in ottawa that's all the cab drivers are sitting on the only route to the airport parkway the only way to the airport and that's really a great way to engender yourself to uh, potential uh, customers right 
Uh, they, we love that. We love that when we miss our planes because of stupid cabbies. <laughs> Anyways, but you know, it's not. This is a global pandemic that Uber has it started, is. and in China, this is it is crazy. Like they they are issuing fines of up to fifteen thousand dollars. The Chinese government against Uber, and this is a now basically World War Three starting with private transportation like this in, in Uber, um, and Uber's done this. And so, what do you do if you are their competition? Well. You you just raise tons and tons and tons of money. And what else might you do? You might invest in Uber's direct competition in the United States in San Francisco. So this is this is where it's at. Uber uh, China just raised one point two billion dollars. It was announced maybe a week ago that they raised one point two billion dollars. That's B. $1.2 billion just for Chinese Uber to go and grow and fight off all the legal battles that they're having. And it seems like every, all these investors are willing to spend all this money to drop in there to defend Uber. Like that is what they're trying to do right now. They're just laying the path. They're taking a loss on every ride in order to be able to see who can own the world when it comes to uh, transportation. So DD, is it DD Kuwaiti? Which is a, a which is Uber's competition went out and said, okay, yeah, well, screw you, Uber. We're going to raise three billion dollars to actually fight in its own market. And oh, by the way, not only that, we're going to take some of that money and we're going to invest into, uh, along with Alibaba, I think, and Baidu, we're going to go and invest in Lyft in San Francisco. So this is like, you know, they're waging war on all fronts. This is a crazy battle to see. I there's no end here. No. Uh, I, I this is basically thermonuclear war war for cab drivers for transportation this is a crazy 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 story so much money going into these things and i wonder at the end of this flash forward to a year or two years from now when all this money has been piled in there like we're talking about a 60 billion dollar valuation for for uber at this moment and look I don't doubt that. I don't dismiss that because they're getting into, uh, you know, deliveries like we predicted that they would do and, and, and the such. So Uber gets this and, and it, they're a logistics company, right? They're like FedEx, but for transportation and deliveries. So I have no dispute that they are worth a ton of money. But at the end of all of this, what does the carnage look like in two years from now when they realize that they like grocery.com, remember in pets.com in the old .com days, they just couldn't sustain taking those losses and the investors got spooked and then everybody disappeared and, and we saw what happened so uh, are we going to see that do you think see for these guys yeah to some extent i think the chinese market in particular is a hard one right because you know what's to say the government's not going to like all of a sudden just say no you're done it's over right i mean they i mean that's it's a communist country right i mean it's a totally <laughs> different set of rules it's not like operating in the u.s it's not about how much money you have necessarily uh, because they can just stop it, just like they don't allow you to browse, you know, certain sites internet, and, yeah. and and do certain things over there. So, it, you know, I, I don't know. It's a big risk, but uh, I guess one, the investors are willing to back, and we'll see where it goes. It's crazy. Like some of the fines here in Ottawa, you know, they, they've I think they've t the fines have totaled about fifteen thousand dollars for the Uber drivers, but in China, the government is levying fines of fifteen thousand dollars, like per fine. Per, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's it. This is. This is a crazy, crazy, crazy battle. And it's not just in the United States or North America. It is all around the freaking world. And Uber is standing at the middle of this, right? They planted a flag in an, and disrupted a complete industry. And it has worldwide ramifications. I cannot, like, I, 
you know, as a, as a guy who follows this, I love what they're doing. I, I do. I, I mean, I can't help it. And I look you at can't cabbies, help. But I love it. It's I, a, it's. Yeah. Well, I, I look at cab drivers, and I look at, and, and I think the difference here that these guys are also doing. So uh, Didi Kuwaita Kuwaiti is also doing is is they're they're rebranding themselves as as more of a transportation. So not just cabs. They're doing buses and shared buses and all these other kind of things to kind of get around the Chinese government. But it's still all the same thing. But I I, I think that what what we're witnessing here is is just the transformation of, of a huge industry that has had a stranglehold on on driving there's you know since inception and, and you know cities are fighting this because guess what all the politicians are in cahoots with the taxi cab drivers because of taxes right and and you think about what new york is going through as well with the yellow cabs is that that is a half a million dollar a year per chip like they get these little chips to be able to uh to drive cabs and and the licenses fees are so expensive and that goes right into the cities so this this is uh i bring it i love this story i love it i love the fact that this is happening right now because it just shows disruption can still happen in a big bad ugly industry that you think no way can it be disrupted boom there you go yeah. boom all righty. Uh, on a much smaller uh, scale of fundraising, <laughs> yes. uh, our second story, uh, Carto DB, a company we've talked about uh, before, maybe a while back now, at least uh, six months probably. Uh, these guys have raised another $23 million, uh, and this is a Series B for them, led by Excel Partners. Salesforce Ventures is a new investor in this as well. Uh, and Early Bird Ventures and Kibo Ventures. Uh, total uh, uh, funds raised to date, $31 million. Uh, and uh, like you know, a lot of these uh, types of fundings, uh, this is really about uh, product investment, maybe a small acquisition or two, and uh, you know, just trying to grow their global footprint and, uh, and create a bit of a more brand recognition for CardoDB in the industry. So uh, there you go, CardoDB raises 23 million dollars well, i think we should have opened with that because it was you know smaller versus the, yeah it's, versus it's much more, you know 4.2 billion dollars being raised to fight cab drivers <laughs> i wonder what the the total value of all cab rides in in like in the world is versus how much uber has raised right? like it's gotta it's gotta yeah what? it can't be close no <laughs> anyway i just that would be an interesting thing it's like Oh wait, we're fighting over a hundred million dollar industry, and we've raised thirty-seven billion. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, all right. A third story involves wearables and wearables for the aged, uh, uh, and this is a uh, this is actually Toshiba. They're rolling out um, wearable items. It's called uh, this is called the Silmi W20 and W21. They're wristbands, and they can help track um, a whole bunch of things that I'll get into um, for uh, the aged. I would say. So uh, this is for basically for caregiver caregivers of people infirmed, the infirmed, or maybe people with dementia or something to that extent, or or just people with some kind of medical condition that can't take care of themselves that need constant monitoring. Monitoring, and uh, these things can actually help track the amount of time a user spends eating, as well as having conversations with other people. The bands compiles all this data and basically in, into something like into a life log. Uh, and it's easy for doctors, nurses, clinicians to be able to gather that information, of, of course, obviously with their permission. And when you're wearing one of these, you have given the permission, I'm sure. Uh, the sensors on the band itself actually have can, can take skin temperature. Uh, it can actually uh, does a pulse and oxygen monitoring, has an ultraviolet, uh, ultraviolet light sensor, as well as an accelerometer and an emergency button, just in case somebody needs to get help quickly, either to a doctor or a loved 
loved one. Uh, they have Bluetooth connectivity, uh, so it connects with your uh, your smartphone device or anything that actually accepts um, Bluetooth connectivity. And uh, the battery, it's got a lithium-ion battery, so it can go two weeks uh, per charge. And that's one of the, always the things that I think about is that, you know what, if I have dementia, which maybe I do, I can't remember, right? I guess that's the, the, the you know, I can't. Uh -huh. But if I have dementia, how do I know that I've plugged in my phone? Or how do I know that I've charged my wristband, right? So... It's, we've got to do a little bit better around that. I think that if, if God, if there was some way to use the accelerometer or the, the motion to recharge the battery, I think that that's what we've got to get into so that we don't have to worry about the charging piece because that's where this thing falls apart, just falls apart. No battery, no connectivity, no nothing. Um, and maybe it sends the doctor as soon as the battery is dead. But this is th these things are going to cost somewhere in the realm of about $192 US. Um, Roughly 192 to 250 dollars US, and uh, these are going to be rolling out in, in the fall. Um, so, and this is I, this is in Japan, and the reason they're doing this is that uh, Japanese the Japanese population is shrinking. How that means that very few people are being born, but everybody's getting older. And they say in the next 10 years, 30 percent of Japan will be 65 and older, and that will put a huge strain. Yes. on the entire population to uh, to monitor this. So more older people, fewer younger people, and here we are using technology to monitor them in order to be able to help them. Good story. Toshiba. I like it. I like it. Toshiba. We don't hear enough from those guys. We do not. I used to have a Toshiba laptop and a calculator. Yeah. And that's the last time I talked about Toshiba. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Somewhere along the way, I had a phone from them. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I went. I was a Nokia guy. Remember those guys? Yeah, Nokia? no, I had Nokias. I had Sony Ericsons. I had everything. But um, somewhere along the way, I had a Toshiba phone. I don't know why. Did but, you have a BlackBerry? Did you ever carry a BlackBerry? I did have a BlackBerry? Yeah. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did uh, did you uh, pre-order your uh, your new iPhone six uh, S? Man, I, I went, always skip. I always skip the S's. Yeah, but um, I think that this is a full-on, you know, yeah. new processor, new camera, new whole bunch, new. Uh, obviously, the 3D touch. I'll wait for my seven. Oh, you know what? I just I, I fell hook, line, and sinker. I got a six S plus, dude. Oh wow! I went big. Big. I went big. I'm frightened. Look at you. I have to get cargo pants now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. Go ahead. All right, our story. fourth story over to New York City, uh, where the government uh, has launched a program they call Drive Smart. It's a driver tracking program. Started last month. They've got 400 people signed up to this program uh, where they're monitoring their driving habits. It can track things like how much gas they use, when they drive, where they are, how fast they go. Uh, and uh, it offers discounts to folks, a uh, 30% uh, discount on their insurance from Allstate, uh, as well as uh, incentive rewards valued at uh, $25 uh, for, I'm not sure for what, but $25 rewards are handed out for different things. Uh, the whole purpose of this is to learn uh, from from this initial uh, trial that's going on with these 400 users. They want to understand, this, the government, the city wants to understand how people drive in the city. They want to uh, collect this data and use this data to improve, um, you know, the the configuration of, of streets and, you know, uh, trying to uh, alleviate some gridlock and things like that. So, uh, very very cool. Uh, there are also three apps that the uh, the consumer, the drivers, can use to to look at their own habits around this. They can use the apps called Dash, uh, Metropia, and Commute Greener. Um, and this uh, trial will run all the way uh, from now until August uh, of 2016. So it's a whole year uh, that this will be going on. So 
good on New York for uh, you know trying to uh, collect some more data and understand what's going on in uh, on the streets and uh, and use that data to hopefully improve traffic flow. That's smart. That's yeah. very smart. It's very smart. I'd like to know yeah. what the rewards are though. Yeah, yeah. Didn't quite I, get that piece, but it's all right. And if I'm using it while I'm driving, well, I got a huge fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know Toronto's like uh, John Tory, our mayor over here, is pretty concerned about uh, traffic uh, and congestion. So he should uh, take a note from this story and uh, do something about it. Uh, you you think like, Toronto's traffic is probably the worst in uh, in North America? I think it is so bad, man. It is so bad. Anyway, anyway. we we went on a weekend and we're like, oh wow, we can get anywhere. We were just going, you know, it, it was... It yeah, was, on a Sunday, you can get anywhere. It's right. It was like, we're driving around. It's like, what is? what are people complaining about? Look, I'm on the DVP. I'm downtown. There's nobody here. Yeah. I think people start lining up at like two in the morning on Monday morning on yeah. the DVP to get to work, right? Yeah, it's bad. Anyhow. All right. So maybe, yeah, I, I strongly, you know what, what, but the other side of it is that what are these apps going to tell you? Oh, yeah, we have congestion, right? That's what I think it's going to be. Oh, yeah, we have traffic. Move to a different city. Ottawa's pretty. Yeah. See, it rhymes. And we don't have any Major League Baseball teams or, no. um, uh, you know, a professional football team, really, except for the, you know, the Renegades. And we don't have a basketball team. So you don't have to worry about all that stuff. And our stadium for the Senators, right, uh, uh, is um, the uh, Canadian Tire Center is like like 30 kilometers outside of the city. So you don't have to worry about that either. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. And the downtown core shuts down at nine and the bars. So don't worry. Nobody's out. It's like downtown LA. It's you just, it, you don't even have, you don't see people here. <laughs> All right. Our, uh, All right. our fifth story in this is a, this is a great story. Uh, simply because we know what's going on everywhere. Every, every news item we hear is, is just about refugees and the plight of the refugee. And it's crazy. Like, I, I, like you know, I, I'm an old folky, right? I listen to folk music. And, you know, if you listen to, like, Woody, Woody Guthrie and you listen to, uh, like, Lead Belly, they talk about the... Pl and even, uh, like, later Springsteen, um, they talk about the plight of the refugee from coming up from Mexico into the States, right? And, and uh, But that pales in comparison to getting in a boat and, and going across vast amounts of water and, and hoping that you land on a, on, you know, on, on a shore uh, without dying. And we've seen like, it's just been devastating. So, mm. you know, obviously borders are being open. Canada is a very open country as well. At least they were maybe before uh, our current prime minister and, and maybe that'll change once he's been ousted. Um, but, you know, nations around the world are now opening up their borders saying, basically come in, come in, you know, no human should have to go through what you're going through. War-torn countries, getting on a boat and hoping that you land like we we have inalienable 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 human rights right and that's that's what it are being it's, it's a travesty and, and so here's a a great service called refugees welcome and they're they're calling this the airbnb for refugees and 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 it sounds exactly you know does exactly what it says so you sign up with your shared flat if you're interested in this you if you ha you have to have an extra room you you can't just have a living room that you, mm -hmm. you you house somebody in but you sign you sign up with your shared flat um, you, just a little bit of information is required then through other uh, all these different refugee organizations they put you in touch with a person who uh, has fled to your city and then you can help they can help find ways to finance that person to stay in your place with you and then your new roommate basically will move in and you guys will uh, you will, will support each other in this way it's available in Germany and Austria right now uh, so far, they've made uh, matched 142 refugees to share flats. Uh, it, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. 
the big thing around here is that the, is the funding, right? So they're just, this is a matching service for refugees that have fled to your city. Um, and they don't do any of the funding, but they can help with the funding. Um, they can walk you through the process to get funding to be able to help that person, uh, you know, start a different life. They, the, the goal here is to get them out of the refugee camps, ultimately, and give everybody a fighting chance to be able to go and lead a life that is worth living not just living a life, right? And I think that here is the, the biggest challenge with, with these camps. And if this gives 142 right now, 142 people a new uh, lease on life, a new breath, a new uh, vantage point, you know, a step up, I think that this is absolutely amazing. And you can donate if you don't want to actually, um, you know, house somebody in your house. You can donate to this cause to be able to help support somebody else to go and uh, and be uh, and live in somebody else's house and, and share their flat. So this is what a great story. I, I, I just hope that this continues. And, and it's not like, you know, uh, we are the world and, and the African drought and then we just do it one year and then we forget about it the next. You know, um, we are the world. We should we should get a whole bunch of rock stars together to sing a song about the uh, about uh, about what's going on with. Uh, I'm with sure Bono's on it. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, and Springsteen would be there in a heartbeat, I'm sure of it as well. Um, and all those guys, instead of farm aid, we just got to do refugee aid or something to that extent. But really great story. If you, if you want some more information, just go to refugees-welcome.net. Refugees-welcome.net. What, what a great story. Those kind of things, it just makes me, makes me see great in humans, right? Uh, and if only all, I had an extra room. Well, I have my basement. That's about it. Yeah. I, that's, uh, you know what? Uh, just throw out my kids. They're old enough. There you go. There you go. They can fend for themselves. Yeah. They're Are, cute. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody else will pick up, uh, pick them up in an Airbnb. I'm pretty sure of it. That's right. We'll do an Airbnb for my kids. I'm just joking. So if you're, you know, yeah, we're, we're just joking. But we wish that we could help. You know, you know, Canada's not on, on the list of, of countries. There, apparently, there are, they are now. They've, they've uh, U.S. and Canada are just uh, are part of 20 other countries that are coming on oh board. yes 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 as i read through this right now yes 20 other countries mm -hmm. well that's good there you go in canada you know we have this reputation of being um being you know stewards of the of uh of peace around the world but we have we have we have let and steward of peace and aid around the world but we i think we've we've let we've let that slide over the last eight or nine years or 12 years or 16 years. So I, I just I hope we can regain that. Hmm. All righty. All right. So those are the top five stories of the week. Boy, good ones. Good ones. That's a good glimpse of industry news. Let's see if you um, have some research that you'd like to highlight here from uh, from Zebra. Yeah. So Zebra uh, Technologies Corp uh, released uh, just this past week uh, their global shopper study uh, where they look at uh, you know, shopper behavior in stores and uh, and technology and all that sort of stuff. And some interesting numbers have jumped out at this. Uh, basically, they found that shoppers are really interested in Wi-Fi and location-based services. Uh, in fact, 51% of them want to receive mobile coupons while they're in the store. 45% of people said they're interested in using maps uh, inside of stores to navigate where they're going. 41% of people indicated they'd like to receive uh, assistance uh, from associates in stores on their mobile device. So a lot of interesting numbers coming out of this. There's plenty more in there, uh, but if you just go to the LBMA uh, research tab on our website, uh, this the full study will be there, and uh, you can dig through all the numbers. Um, but lots, lots and lots of like good, really, really good numbers in this uh, study. So I encourage you to check it out. There you go. So that's just at uh, the lbma.com forward slash research. That's right. 
You know, I wonder when we're going to stop talking about the fact that people want these things and, and when are people going to actually action on them, you know? I mean, yeah, there's I starts, right? But nothing, nothing, nothing. We don't see it here a lot in Canada. Yeah, you know what the cool thing is of this? Uh, the piece about the associates uh, was yeah. interesting to me um, because you remember we, we pointed out a study uh, a few weeks ago where we saw that first time ever where the threshold in the use of push messaging had changed from real time, you know, here's a coupon to, hey, no, 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 we're just going to track and understand where you are. We're going to use that data later on to do something else or to contact an associate and let them know that, you know, assistance is needed here. So the, the data is starting to, you know, come, to, come together and support each other, which is kind of good. Um, hopefully the retailers are listening. You know, uh, I, I just had this stroke of genius. And it's probably the dumbest idea you've ever heard. But hey, listen, what if you remember we, we covered the Amazon? What were those the, the buttons, right? Where you yeah, the, the brand dash. buttons? Yeah, the dash buttons, right? So combine the dash buttons with the Toshiba Silmi uh, bracelet band, right? Where instead of it's a help button, it's like a I'm in the store and I just hit this button and it's and it shocks a sales associate to come out to me very quickly. Oh, I th you know what I thought you were going to say for oh, a second? No. I, oh, no. I think that's brilliant, by the way. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that, like, they should have a, uh, you know, a built-in click here to order your Depends. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you know. That dash button, though, when I tell people about that, they're shocked. That, yeah. that by the way, Amazon announced that that, that is now uh, officially available. Generally available, yeah. Just this past week. So it's, it's, it's commercially available now. That, like... People are shocked that it was like I can just push a button and order Tide. Like push a button, order Tide. Mm-hmm. Push a button and order Tide. Mm. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, that's uh, research. So that's at uh, thelbma.com forward slash research. And uh, we're going to finish off with a, a round of five little items from uh, member news that Asif is going to take kickoff. And maybe I'll throw in a comment or two. Or, you know, we'll All right. see how this goes. That's I'm going to go quick. I'm going to go quick. Uh, so first, over to uh, the world of indoor location and beacons. Our friends at Estimote, uh, one of the early pioneers in this space, have launched a whole new uh, system, uh, an indoor location system with something that they're calling Nearables. Uh, these are stickers that can be placed on objects uh, and uh, a new method of basically uh, understanding, you know, be able to track people and objects in a building together, um, and and kind of look at the at the relationships between these things. So, you know, one of the big things that that, that you, I have to point out in this story is is that they've moved from a company that's you know a hardware company to a company that provides a full cloud management system and analytics and everything else around what's going on in this environment. So they have the Estimate Cloud Cloud Management Platform. The, the beacons piece, they work by triangulating beacons off three or more beacons together to understand position, which is in itself a, an achievement because most of the beacon stuff we see out there is here's a beacon, who's near it, let's push a message. Here we're using a combination of beacons in the same way that people used to use Wi-Fi triangulation. Now we're doing beacon triangulation uh, through this system. So that's cool. And then the nearable piece is the stickers that can be placed on objects. And then, you know, that data is all fed into the system so you can kind of feed that in and kind of look at, you know, getting a little bit more accurate and, and looking at the movements of people and things uh, as it's going on. So there you go, Estimote launching new indoor location system, cloud management platform, uh, and nearable positioning. 
I like that. I, you know, instead of okay. instead of affixing a sticker that says, you know, a, a, you know, a piece of paper with a piece of tape that says "kick kick me" on, on somebody's back, you're gonna you're gonna stick them with the nearables and tra- and track their their, uh, their movements. That's what's gonna happen. There you go. I can't wait. Yeah. I well, like, instead I, of getting kicked, uh, how about kicking back uh, some of your uh, your uh, hard earned hard earned rewards? Uh, see, friend- you were getting so good at these transitions because oh, you know, hey, these are not planned. Track. Uh, our friends at BP, that is British Petroleum, the gas station uh, powerhouse, uh, has launched a new program um, called Give a, Re- Re- da 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 da. Give a Reward, Get a Reward. Um, and uh, so this builds on top of something they've been working on for the last year, which is their driver rewards uh, loyalty program. But it basically lets you, if you are a member of this program, Give three friends or family members a reward of twenty-five cents per gallon uh, on on their next fill-up um, uh, of up to twenty gallons. So significant savings. I mean, that is twenty-five cents a gallon is a lot of money uh, when you when you think about it. And uh, and that this is running from September the second until November the third at any BP uh, location. And uh, on top of that, if you participate in the, in the program, you're automatically entered in a weekly sweepstakes to win one of 10 gift cards equivalent to a year's worth of gas. Um, so, you know, BP is pushing hard to really grow their loyalty program and, 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 and you know, sort of increase, uh, you know, the frequency of visits that uh, people are coming to them. And it seems to be working. They've, they've shown um, a, uh, an average of 4.3 visits a month now, up from 3.5 in April. Uh, so significant jump in uh, in the frequency of visits, and uh, you have to think a lot of that is can be attributed to their driver rewards program. So there you go. Hey, Give so a reward, get a reward. Gar gar is what it is. Gar gar. It's not as yeah. good as like bogo. But uh, you know what's great about having eight year old twin eight year old boys? What? No, I, I already have. I already have a lifetime of free gas. Ah, it's <laughs> so true. So true. Those guys. I don't know how they digest anything, but it's a lifetime of free gas. There you go. <laughs> what are you feeding them, Rob? What are you feeding them? Just beans, beans and, and, and peanuts and stuff. Nothing nothing big. Protein shakes, you know. There you go. <laughs> All right. Carry on. Check All right. Our out. third piece of news. Uh, uh, Auntie Anne's, you know, the uh, the pretzel people, uh, and uh, which is part of Focus Brands, which is a group of companies out of Atlanta that owns... Um, they own a bunch of things. They own uh, Cinnabon, Moe's Southwest, Caravelle, a whole bunch of brands. So collectively, the group uh, under Focus Brands and specifically Auntie Anne's uh, this week announced and, uh, that they've integrated Postmates. So when you really, really need that pretzel rub or that Cinnabon or whatever it is, guess what? You can get it delivered in an hour. In an hour, Rob, right to you via Postmates. Hot? Uh, like piping hot? Brilliant? I say not. <laughs> I say not. Um, I think not. I don't know. I, I just don't I don't see how uh, the demand for one-hour pretzel delivery. It just, I don't know. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, Postmates has a new customer. I like the fact, you know, I, I like the, the service that they have, and I think it's great for a lot of things. And if you're ordering from you know uh, a fast food restaurant, maybe for most Southwest this is a good thing, uh, but for a pretzel, I don't know, I don't know. It's targeted, highly targeted to. Uh, I, you know what? Women. We don't have a lot of Auntie Anne's up here, no. um, and and I like I just haven't ever had that need for one hour delivery on my pretzel. So, 
But I am a big Mo Southwest fan. I love. I like their their stuff. Yeah. So so maybe there's like instances where like I would love to be you know one hour delivery so I don't have to get out of my seat at the ball game because that's pretty much where yeah. the only time I have a pretzel. Yeah. Right? You know, and and especially when you're sitting at a Yankees game and you're suffering through yet another poor performance. You know, you've got time for for a couple of pretzels to to be delivered to your seat. See this? I'm taking the upper road here. Season mm. is not over yet, my friend. It is not. It is not. Oh. All right. So there you go. Uh, Ants and the rest of Focus Brands integrate with Postmates. All right. All right. Uh, our fourth piece of member news: Marriott Hotels has launched something called the V Room Service. This is the virtual room service. This is pretty cool. Um, so just like you order up all kinds of other room service when you're in a hotel, what about ordering up virtual reality uh, Samsung Gear VR headsets right to your room and having a cool experience? I think this is pretty cool. You know, like, I don't know about you, Rob, but like, you know, if you're traveling with the kids, you know, they're already playing the Wii's and the PlayStation's at home. They're done with that. We don't need to do that when we're on the road, but a VR headset... All right, that's like a couple hours of entertainment right there. Um, so, anyways, on loan for 24 hours uh, at, at Marriott at select Marriott properties in New York and London at the moment, uh, you can order up a Samsung Gear VR headset. And it's not just that's like you, that. I mean, it's more than that. So they basically they've teamed up with a group called Framestore Virtual Reality Studio. They developed a series of virtual reality postcards. Uh, and using 360-degree 3D filming techniques, basically they've um, handpicked some travelers and filmed them as they've gone uh, on, on their adventures and created these VR postcards. So you can experience, um, along with these, these, these folks that they film, you can go to the Andean Mountains in Chile, you can uh, visit an ice cream shop in Rwanda, or you can go to Beijing. An ice cream shop in Rwanda? Apparently, that is what? one of the options. That is one of the options. An ice cream yeah. shop in Rwanda. I mean, I would have thought you, maybe you can go on safari or something in Africa. But, you know, hey, an ice cream <laughs> shop in Rwanda. But the Andean Mountains, pretty cool. They, an ice cream shop, though. There you go. Like, this is like Ben and Jerry's, you know, Hershey. Anyways, or there you go. go to Rwanda. Oh, order your VR headset with the Marriott V-Room service. Cool. That's it. All right. And our final story. A uh, really quick one here over to the UK, uh, Proxima, uh, the big location uh, company we've been talking about for uh, a while now, um, has teamed up with a company called Ubiquitous and uh, signed a big deal here where they're going to launch 4,000 beacons in taxi cabs across the UK. This is in London, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester, and Birmingham. Uh, and so while you're there, you'll be able to re receive contextual messages while you're traveling in these things uh, over over beacons. This is a big deal. There's a lot of taxis. Uh, and this might be one of the things that keeps uh, the taxi cabs rolling uh, while the Ubers are fighting uh, for everything else. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. This is going to be like those 4,000 beacons in taxi cabs and, and then they'll be, you know, they'll notice that there's no motion or movement on them because they're protesting yeah. well, Uber somewhere. But the, it's a temporary revenue stream to offset. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and hopefully, you know what? The cabbies, cabbies will just like blast you with messages while you walk into the cabs, right? So Because that'll be really good for customer service there as well. There you go. Buy this. Buy me. Buy this. Yeah. I, you know, I was waiting for like the concierge service inside of cabs, right? If you really want to differentiate yourself, 
especially in London with those beautiful cabs, right? Is that what if you what if you did something like um, you know had somebody in there trying to sell you jewelry or perfume, like when you're a captive on an airplane and they come in with the duty free stuff, watches, yeah. pens, That'd glasses, cool. perfume, right? Yeah. Well, I or like maybe. It. Or what was that? Uh, what was the magazine? The in-flight magazine that sold weird stuff. In New York, they just hand out free tickets to the Yankees games now. Oh. <laughs> how disheartening, Asif, to look at the stands at the games yesterday. Did you see and, how and empty, how the empty they were? Was? And did you hear that? All you heard was MVP, MVP. What, what, every stadium now is a home stadium for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, Yankee Stadium was empty. It was empty. It's empty. It's it's like these guys are fighting for a playoff spot, and New York's like, forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Anyhow. All right. Move the Yankees to Montreal. How's that? That's my I, new campaign. I'm all for that. All right. All right. All right. So Proxima, ubiquitous, 4,000 beacons in taxi cabs. Going, it's going to be, you know, go and see them quickly because they won't matter anymore. Cabs should build like flying cars. <laughs> That's the next thing, right? It's like, we don't need Uber. Uber, you can have the ground. We've got the air. Uh, anyways, those are the uh, five member news. We've got five industry news items and, of course, the research from Zebra. Wow, cruise through that. See if I don't know what else. we got 20 minutes. Do you want to chat about something, anything at all? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. I'm good Done. and tired. That's how you do it on a Sunday night. You get good and tired. Good and tired. This, my friends, has been episode number 250. Today was September 13, 2015. My name was Rob. Still is, probably. His name is Asif. Still is. Yes. We will be back for episode 251 next week. Asif, safe travels, man. Where are you going this week? Seattle. Seattle, that's right. So just Seattle. Just the West Coast for like one, one night? Two nights. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, have a safe flight, my friend. We'll see you guys next time for right. episode 251 of This Week in Location-Based Marketing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.